This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. June 19th, 1906. Two months after the earthquake and fire, San Francisco is just starting to rebuild. Work crews all over town are clearing away rubble to make way for new buildings. The New York Evening Post reports that San Francisco's refugees are divided into two camps, one run by the military and the other under civil control. The military camps are in splendid sanitary condition, the Post says. The civil camps are wretched, with no sanitation, no medical care. Major J.A. Gaston, in command of the military camp, expressed an alarm that an epidemic could arise from the civil camp. People all over the United States are pitching in to help rebuild San Francisco's schools, which are not in session. The grade schools of Petaluma have sent $97. That sounds silly, but it's about $2,700 in today's money. Ruby Parlor of the Native Daughters of the Golden West, a fraternal order, raised 46 bucks. Asheville, North Carolina sent 25. Nine kids from the 2100 block of Eagle Avenue in Alameda sent 19. Letters are pouring in from school superintendents around the country pledging aid money. A plan is taking shape for a national Thanksgiving collection for San Francisco schools. And there's a proposal for the National Education Association to send $50,000, about a million and a half in today's dollars. The Chronicle reports that hopes are high. The schools will reopen before the end of 1906. In Boston, the Metropolitan District Dental Society telegraphed $1,000 to its counterpart, the Dental Association of San Francisco. That's to help dentists who were burned out in the Great Fire. A big shipment of dental instruments would be on its way to San Francisco in a few days. The Board of Supervisors, considering a new building ordinance, was bogged down on several fronts. First, the ordinance itself, the actual text of the law, was a mess because of problems at the printer's. His plant had been crippled by the quake and fire, and the printed copy of the ordinance was riddled with errors, missing words, whole lines. The board decided it couldn't pass such a bill, though the supervisors did agree to forge ahead with the debate on it. That led to a fight over the respective merits of different construction materials, concrete, steel, bricks. The whole thing devolved into a contest between the bricklayers and the cement workers. One man got up and said that, While he wasn't an architect or an engineer, he was here to argue against reinforced concrete buildings. Look at the tall steel structures in the city, he said, and how well they'd withstood the shaking from the quake. Reinforced concrete was still in the experimental stage and couldn't be trusted for skyscrapers. Reminded that concrete buildings were limited to 102 feet, he said even that was too tall. Next came a man from the Structural Engineering Association. He said, The gentleman announced that he was neither an architect nor an engineer. If that is the case, then his opinion on this subject is not worth anything. 
They didn't really do shade in 1906 San Francisco. They just came out with it. The structural engineering man pointed to the Palace Hotel, which he'd been honored to have had a hand in building. It was brick and had come through the earthquake beautifully. Every wall is tied with iron rods, he said. That's the idea of reinforced concrete. Tie the walls together. Finally, Supervisor Charles Boxton got tired of the arguments for this material or that one. He said, if we listened to every argument about materials, we'd be here all year. What we want to do is to start building, he said, to go to work. Let us adopt something. They didn't. Charles Boxton was a dentist. See how I tied that together? He also was mayor for a week in 1907 after Mayor Eugene Schmitz was convicted of bribery charges. That's a whole nother story. Another year into the rebuilding of San Francisco. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.